Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. Good morning. Good morning. You may take your seats. So good to see you all. We're two weeks into the new year already. Wow. How did that happen so quickly? And I don't know whether many of you have had a chance to reflect on 2022 because Christmas is busy, the new year is busy. Who's had time to reflect? <laughs> a couple of people. I'm, I'm not a big um, reflector. I don't live in the past very much. I have a big windscreen and a small revision mirror. But um, it is good occasionally to reflect, isn't it? to look back over the year and um, Holy Spirit reflection is really good. Reflecting with the Holy Spirit because then he can show us where, where God carried us last year, where he was working in our lives. In, in the easy times, in the tough times, God was at work and Holy Spirit reflection allows him to reveal that to us. So... So it's good to do that. So if you get a chance to do that, it's a good thing. Not, not about living in the past, but about looking back and, and just saying, did, did last year go the way I expected it to go? For us, no. Maybe for some of you, no. But did God have it in hand? Yes. Did God bring something good out of it? Yes. Is he still bringing good out of it? Yes. Yes. So they're, they're the things that, that we need to take away, that we need to take forward with us into the new year. The title of my message is Stronger. Everyone say Stronger. And that will become apparent as we talk further. I've, I've been reading the book of Ruth. Anyone read Ruth recently? Not recently. I'm just going to give you a quick run through of the story. We read about Naomi. Hey, welcome back all the planet shakers. Who had a great time at conference? Yeah? Did you come back with your fire ignited just that little bit more? Yeah? Yeah? Just, you, you need to fan the flame of that fire because a fire doesn't exist unless you feed it. The fire doesn't stay alive unless you feed it. So, you know, we're going to hear from you guys next week. I, I want you to think about this week. What? Put your hand up if you went again so I know who I'm talking to. I want you to think about, number one, what God spoke to you about personally and number two, how you're going to sustain it, how you're going to act on it in your life. Because this is, the speaking part, what God plants in us is from him. The sustaining part is what we do with it. Yeah, so think about those two things. You can tell us about them next week. I love hearing from the youth about what God is saying to them. Yeah? It's so exciting. So in the book of Ruth, we hear about Naomi. Naomi had been through a difficult decade, not just a difficult year, 
a difficult decade. Um, she'd, left, she'd left Judah with her husband and her two sons because there was a drought. And they went to Moab where there was food. Ten years later, she's coming back to Judah because she's heard that the drought is over. So she's coming back to her homeland. But in the meantime, her husband has passed away and her two sons have also passed away. So it had been a difficult decade for her. She had encountered dislocation, death and drought all in a 10-year period. And I don't know um, whether maybe last year required more of you than what you thought it would. Maybe the last few years has required more of you than what you thought it would. And maybe you're feeling a bit depleted or a bit tired coming into this year. But it's really important what we take from what we've been through and what we, ca- what we leave behind and what we take forward. And, that, and that's what I want to talk about. So she'd been through a rough season, yes? Has anybody ever been through a rough season in their life? Yes. She tells her two daughter-in-laws when she's going back to Judah that they're free to go. She says, you don't need to go with me. You can go and find other husbands. You're free. I've got nothing to give you anymore. You're free to go. She didn't feel like she had anything to give them. When we've been through a hard time, sometimes we push people away, don't we? Because we feel like we've got nothing to offer them and so we push them away. But there was one daughter-in-law, Orpah left and went back. There was one daughter-in-law, her name was Ruth. She stuck with Naomi. There are people that God ordains in our life to stick with us in tough times. Yes? Have you had anyone that has stuck by you in a tough time? Even if you have said to them, look, I understand if you leave. I understand if you need to go right now. I don't have anything to give you. I'm not very nice to be around right now. It's okay if you go and they say, no, I'm sticking with you. I'm sticking with you. I'm going through this season with you. Has anybody had a Ruth in their life that has stuck with them? Yeah? Praise God for the people that stick with us through the tough times. The people that say, I'm with you, I'm walking with you through this. I'm praying for you through this. I'm not leaving you right now because you need somebody by your side. God ordains those people in our lives. Aren't we grateful for that? Thank you, Jesus, for the people that you ordain to walk with us. And not only was Ruth ordained to walk through the season of suffering with Naomi, but she was also ordained to share in the blessing that was to come, to actually be part of bringing that blessing to pass. How beautiful is that? So there are the people that stick with us in the tough seasons, that knuckle down with us in the tough seasons, that pray with us in the tough seasons, they also get to share with us in the seasons of victory, yes? They get to share with us when the harvest comes. When we see come to pass what we've been praying for, they get to share in that with us. Is that good? That is good. So God ordains certain people in our lives. There's a reason why you're doing life with the people that you're doing life with. 
And if you don't feel like they're the people that God has ordained for you, then pray and ask him to show you the people that God has ordained for you to walk through life with. Because there are people that God has ordained to be placed around you, to walk with you, that will spur you on in the ways of God. And if you're not surrounding yourself with those kind of people, then ask God to show you who they are. Because they're out there, but you need to seek them out. Holy Spirit, direction and reflection in our lives. Yes. So Naomi's coming back after 10 years, 10 years of drought. She's grieving. She feels empty. So much so that she says to her old friends that come to greet her, don't call me Naomi anymore because I went away full and I've come back empty. Because Naomi means beautiful. Naomi means beauty. Yeah? So she says, you can't call me that anymore because my life isn't very beautiful right now. I want you to call me Mara, which means bitterness. So she identified with her pain so much that she actually changed her name to reflect her pain. Moving into the new year... We need to identify with the new season that God has for us and not identify with the pain that we're leaving behind us. Yes, our pain can't become our identity. Our promise needs to become our identity. What God has promised for us is our identity. We leave our pain behind. So she thought that she was empty but what she didn't realise that she was resourceful and she was resilient because she was still standing. And you can see, if you read through this story this week, you can see that in no time she's sending her daughter-in-law out to earn a living and she's helping her to find a new husband that's going to set them up in, both up in a better place. And that husband, who is a kinsman, of Naomi's, they end up producing a child that becomes the grandfather of King David and in the lineage of Jesus. So God had an amazing plan, an amazing blessing in, in line for both of them. He had an amazing plan. But she was still resourceful and she was still resilient. Who knows that you can't go through hard times and not come out of it with some more tenacity with inside of you? Have you ever been through a difficult time and you feel like you're empty but you realise that God has put a deposit within you that's from him that is actually of more substance than anything that you had to begin with? Has anybody ever found that? Yes. That we are actually stronger we're actually stronger because of what we faced last year or the year before or the year before that. Turn to the person next to you and say, you're stronger. You're stronger. You're stronger. You're more resilient. You're more resourceful. 
you're kinder, you're more compassionate. Yes? And hopefully you're reflecting the character of Jesus more. You're more like Jesus than you were this time last year. You're stronger than you were this time last year. You're more tenacious than you were this time last year. What you have been through has not been in vain. It is never in vain. Nothing that we submit to God is for nothing. Because he always, always brings something good out of it. So nothing is in vain that you give to him. The season that Naomi went through, it wasn't in vain because God had a plan to bring her to a new place for a new promise. God has a plan for you to bring you to a new place with a promise. 2 Corinthians 12.9. I completely forgot to give Jesse my scriptures this morning. Sorry, Jesse. 2 Corinthians 12.9, this is Paul speaking when he was saying, God, can you take from me this thorn in my flesh, this irritating thing that I keep having to deal with? Has anyone ever prayed that prayer? God, just take this away. Take this away. I never want to have to deal with this again. But... This is what Jesus said. This is what the Lord said to Paul. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Has anyone ever felt weak? Helpless, drained, done, like you've got nothing to give? It's in those moments that we have to 100% rely on the strength that only comes from him. Yes? And his, his power is made perfect when we are empty of all our own resources. When we get to the point where we say, God, I've got nothing left. I need to just totally rely on you. Going into this new year, I don't even feel like I've recovered from last year. I don't even feel like I've had a rest. Like, but God, and already, okay, we're in the new year now. We can't stay, stop the world. I want to get off and have a rest for a while. Can we just stop everything? Before we know it, we're into the new year, yes? But his grace is sufficient for you. His grace is sufficient for me, and his strength is made perfect when we are feeling weak and tired and depleted, and we have to just rely on him for our strength. It's actually a really strong place to be, isn't it? It might, it might sound irrational, but it's a really strong place to be, is dependent on God. So whatever battles you've been through in 2022, it's really important that we, that we leave the bruises behind and that we carry the victory into the new year. Yes? 
It's, it's not about looking over the battle and going, oh, look at, look at everything I've been through. Look at all the tough battles I've had to fight. What we need to look at is the victory that God has given us in the battle and hold that up high and say, this is what I'm carrying into the new year, is the victory, the fact that he was with me, that he didn't leave me for a moment and that he has brought me through stronger. That is what we carry into the new year. It's not about bemoaning the battle and saying, oh, but look at everything I went through. Oh, that was tough and I'm battered and I'm bruised and I'm scuffed. It's not about that. That's not what we concentrate on. It's but, but I've got the victory. But I've got the victory and God brought me through it. And he was with me right in the middle of it. He was with me right in the middle of it. And that's, you know, that's the thing about the furnace. I was talking to a friend the other day and we were saying the only way you get gold in your life is by going through the furnace. There, is no, there are no shortcuts. There is only one way to get gold in your life, to get precious stones in your life, and that is to submit to the pressure, to submit to the heat, to submit to the furnace. It's the only way. There are no shortcuts. So we can try and avoid... But it's not going to bring out anything good in our lives. It talks about in 1 Corinthians how Jesus is the foundation of our life. He is our saviour. And we can either build on that foundation with gold, silver and precious stones or we can build on it with wood, hay and stubble. And if we try and avoid every furnace, every battle, every fire, we're not going to have any gold, silver and precious stones to build on our foundation with. There's only one way and it is to walk through it, not to try and run from it. But we, we know, praise God, that he is with us in the fire. There is another in the fire and he never leaves us in the fire. He never leaves us alone. He never leaves us without comfort. He never leaves us without his embrace. And that is one thing that I have come through last year with an acute awareness of his embrace. That when we are tired, when we're afraid, when we're unsure, there is one thing that we know that his embrace is always there for us, that his presence is always there for us, that he never leaves us for one moment. And that is gold. That is gold. That is precious. We can take that assurance into the new year that no matter what I face in 2023, he is with me. He will never leave me no matter what I face in 2023. And he will strengthen me and his grace is sufficient for me in 2023. He is so good. So you are stronger because of what you've been through last year more aware of his embrace.
more aware of his grace? Who's more aware of his grace? Who's more aware of his embrace? It's there. We just need to lean into it. We just need to take the time to enjoy it, to be aware of it. When the kids were travelling home last night, I texted Chelsea and said, how's the travelling going? She said, good, we're watching the last session of Planet Shakers on YouTube. So I turned it on. I didn't even realise you could watch it on YouTube. I would have been watching so many more sessions. Did anyone watch any of the sessions on YouTube? So next year, hopefully they'll do it. Yeah, we can watch more, session, more sessions next year. Um, Sammy Rodriguez was speaking. The place was on fire, as I'm sure it was all week. Yes? One thing that he said was when your praise becomes louder than your pain, nothing can stop you. When your praise becomes louder than your pain, nothing can stop you. We're all going to have pain in life. That is a reality. But whether we choose to focus on the pain and blame God for our pain or whether we choose to praise him in spite of it has a lot to do with where we end up. When our praise becomes louder than our pain, nothing can stop us because we refuse to accuse and we just say, God, you've got this. God, you've got this. This doesn't, this pain is not from you. It's so easy to accuse God when we're going through something tough. Like Naomi said, God has made me bitter. No, God hadn't made her bitter. Her circumstances had made her bitter. Everything that's good comes from God. Yes. So there's a, a scripture in Isaiah 61, which I believe is an important scripture going into this year. This, this is Jesus' job description. And he said, Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to do all of these things for us. All of these things for us. So from verse, verse 3, I think I need, might need someone to help me with this, but I'm just going to read this first. Isaiah 61 verse 3, to provide for those who mourn in Zion. He's our provider. even if we're mourning over some things, grieving over some things, we leave that behind us. And to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes. That's, that's our promise, that he will bestow on us a crown of beauty instead of ashes. 
the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of heaviness or a spirit of despair. You know that word, that phrase instead of means instead of. It means it replaces something, which it means we've got to take something off and leave it there and put something new on instead of, which means we need to get rid of our ashes from last year and take up our crown. We need to get rid of our mourning from last year and take up the oil of joy. We need to get rid of our spirit of despair and heaviness from last year and put on our garment of praise instead of, instead of, not as well as, instead of. Because our praise can't occupy the same space as our complaining. And our joy can't occupy the same space as our despair. So it has to be instead of, which means we've got to leave some stuff behind. So I've got some props. I've got props. I'm just going to grab them. Um, Abby, can you be my model? What, what time did you get to bed last night, Abby? <laughs> so, this is, how, this is how we're going into the new year, yes? Shaking off the ashes, yeah? Shake, 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 shake. Shaking off any despair, shake, 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 yeah? Do a shake, do a shake, do a shake. Everybody shake it off. Everybody shake it off. Shake off any mourning, any grieving over anything, any disappointment, shake it off. Disappointment, shake it off. Yeah? We're not carrying that stuff into the new year, are we? This is what we're carrying into the new year. Our... Just got to make sure I get this crown of beauty instead of ashes. The oil of joy instead of mourning. Yes, the oil of joy smells really good. You, you will notice when you choose to put on the oil of joy, you smell good. People want to be around you when you choose joy. You smell good. You have a good fragrance. You smell good, Abby. You like that? That's the oil of joy. People are going to want to be around you because you choose joy. You don't choose complaining and you don't choose grumbling and you don't choose accusation. You choose joy. And so people like being around you when you choose joy. If people avoid you, Maybe it's because you're choosing grumpiness instead of joy. Complaining instead of joy. Grumbling instead of joy. It's not much fun to be around people and grumble, grumble, grumble all the time. You know, oh, I'm really disappointed about last year. And, oh, I don't think anything's going to come out of good out of last year. 
It was really hard last year. Well, let God bring something good out of it and start praising him for it even before you see it. Even before you see it, put on the garment of praise and leave behind the spirit of heaviness. See, this is our garment of praise, our crown of beauty and our oil of joy. This is how we're going into the new year. Yes? Who's going into the new year like this? Who? Come on, declare it. Who is going into the new year like this? Yes, 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 yes. We've got to make some declarations over our lives going into the new year. We've got to speak some things into being, make some decisions about how we are going to live in 2023. Because if we don't, we're just going to wander in aimlessly and just let life happen. It's about time some of us happened to life. Honestly, it's about time some of us took the Spirit of God within us and attacked the new year instead of just letting the new year happen to us. And going, oh, well, just see what happens. Just see how it pans out. Just see if I can cope. Take it by the horns and live it and make some good stuff, make some joy, some declaration, some faith, some strength. Take some strength into your new year because he's already put it within you. Yes? He has put it within you. Every single one of you has a deposit of faith and a deposit of strength that is from heaven breathed into you because you are a son or a daughter of God, just like this beautiful daughter here. And you can, can we give Abby a applause? You don't, you can take that off if you want to. You can wear it down there and then you can take it off. I'm going to keep my oil of joy because, yeah. Okay, we've got some people that are ready to seize the new year. Yes? Seize what God's got for you. Yes? Okay, we're going to finish up because I know it's really been hot. And um, I'm not going to keep you for too long, but I want to read something over you before I let you go. I've been thinking about, just before I do that, I've been thinking about the, you know, the process of, when gold is refined in the furnace and how the artisan or the craftsman is only interested in the extracting, yeah, you can come, Shana, um, the pure gold out of the furnace, yes? That's, that's, what, that's what the whole process is about, the end product, 
the, the gold, the pure gold that comes out at the end. And have you seen the have you seen the dross that they scrape off the top, which is all the impurities? It's not very pretty, is it? It's called dross or it's called slag. Slag. The stuff that they scrape off the top. So on one hand you have this beautiful bar of gleaming gold and on the other hand you have this lump of slag that's come out of that process and after going through the furnace we can either focus on the slag and say look at everything I've been through look how hard it was for me or we can focus on the gold and say look at this beauty look at this beauty that God the great artisan has brought out of my life Beauty for ashes, beauty for ashes, beauty for ashes. That's what he's brought out of my life. Something beautiful, something good, something precious, something eternal, something eternal. That's what he's doing in us. Stephen's going to bring a word. Soon that's going to be the word for the year. Yeah? You looking forward to that? Not today, but in the, ne- in the next few weeks. It's really good to have a corporate word. We need a corporate word. We are a family. We are a body. We need to seize that word together and carry it into the new year. But I also want to encourage you to get an individual word from God for 2023. To seek Him for what your word is individually for this year from your Father. And to seize it and to carry it into the new year. Yes? So can we just stand together? I just want to read over you. This is, this is my New Year version of the Beatitudes because I felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to read this over you walking into the new year. And you receive it. Are you ready to receive it? Just posture yourself in the receiving position, whatever that is for you, whether you need to close your eyes, put your hands out. This is the Word of God that I'm declaring over you for the new year. Blessed are those who have been low in spirit in 2022, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven in 2023. Blessed are those who have shown gentleness and meekness over the last year, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness this year, for they will be filled. Blessed are those who show mercy in 2023, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are you who are pure in heart this year, for you will see God. 
Blessed are you when you choose peace in 2023, for you will be called sons and daughters of God. You will be blessed this year if you are persecuted because of your relationship with God, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. You are blessed this year when people insult you or possibly persecute you or falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of Jesus. Rejoice and be glad because great is your reward in heaven. Great is your reward in heaven. You are blessed. You are blessed. I declare blessing over you this year. I declare blessing over you. Strength, peace, resilience, joy, crown of beauty, oil of joy, garment of praise. We leave everything else behind, yes? I just want to pause for one moment and I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, what do I need to leave behind in last year? What do I need to leave behind? And instead of, what do I need to pick up? and carry into 2023. Just do that exchange right now. Just you and Jesus, just leave at his feet what he's asking you to put down and pick up what he's asking you to pick up and to carry into the new year. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about service times or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.